0: All right, I think we're
1: away. Yep, there we go. Episode thirteen, a couple of days delayed. Been under the weather for a week or so. Yeah, trying to recover. Terrible that flu's been going around.
0: Yep. Or uh, a cold. And I, yep, and I'm one of the victims. So I've been—it's been five days for me now. And, it's,
1: and that's it's- good. They—they they take like I've minimum two weeks now. I just have to say to myself, it's two weeks before I recover from any infection i get cold or chest infection
0: yeah but you know whether you get a cold or not the world doesn't stop revolving it um, does
1: it for nobody uh, anymore
0: <laughs> um athletes need coaching and and preparation and the, i mean one of the had athletes running all this week in regionals which was um you know i missed a few of the days but i did get to one or two days to watch them and and help them out, which is um, which was a real struggle. Was because I couldn't really breathe and I couldn't get oxygen, and I'm coughing, and it's just horrible. So that's a good
1: point. I mean, how do you? I mean, you're outdoors; that's so not too bad. But when you're not feeling great yourself, um, are you worried about your other athletes or, or your athletes that your coach getting sick from you? That yeah, you. yeah,
0: you are. Yeah. You're worried about because you're. I mean, there's thousands of people at regionals. It's a big regionals is big. Um, so it's um. Yeah, you worry about infecting people, um, but you know, but their athletes start stressing if you're not there, and you know, you got to you keep the distance, and but they, you know, it's I don't know, it's it's tricky. Yeah, I mean, getting sick's not good um, for anything. I mean, it's just no, it's 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 just horrible horrible. (laughs) in the people game, um, which I am. Um, so um, it's uh, you know, and the hardest thing. Well, one of the hardest things that happened this week, I know, with one of my athletes, she's only 16, but she just run a really hard 3K. She qualified, you know, to go on. She uh, didn't run the time she wanted. She ran like 10.40 for 3K, which is not bad, but it's not where she wanted to be. Um, Then came out, ran an 800. She didn't run the time she wanted there, even though she qualified, that's all she had to do. And she was crying and all tearful. And then went out the next day and then ran a fifteen hundred in four minutes uh fifty five which she was very happy about. that was a good time for her,
1: yeah, it's funny sometimes, isn't it? Some of these races where and we've spoken about this so often, and you can't you just can't identify why sometimes one race is really bad and the other race is quite good. um I'll wind back a little bit, I was thinking about. What do you think? And I was saying offline about um, jumping on a conversation on Reddit the other day about a guy prepping for his half marathon. I'll come back to that. But what do you think about as a coach, um, can you give your athletes particular programs to follow? And I know probably your younger younger athletes are a little bit more difficult. Um, I know when I was coaching, different for you guys because we had a very focused small group. But I suppose when I participated in coaching Pete's squad, when he wasn't there, and then on some occasions I couldn't be there and Pete couldn't be there. And I think even for some people, even though they'd been running for a very long time, even if you gave them a clear program to follow, they still weren't that confident or comfortable in actually doing it. And there was always something that just appeared to be get messed up. Nice. Um, so I think a lot of people just don't have the capacity to hand over a program to them and you know follow along. But I'm assuming your younger athletes, as you've said before, they tend to overrun all the time.
0: Ah, oh, it's a tricky. It's tricky. Yeah, it's a tricky conversation because it's such a, a individual and personalised thing, and it depends on where your athlete is in their journey um, as to how you deliver a program. And sometimes you've got to under deliver in with with to over deliver. Um, so, and and it's and it's really hard. And I had the the same thing the other week where I had a very mixed bag of athletes that were, some were coming back from injury, some were um, at different levels of their preparation, some were, you know, were getting ready for a competition and then you've got to run a a training session that caters to all those needs Um and then you've got to individually watch them and make sure that they're all getting what they need Um and one of the things that I've learnt and that's this is by the way for almost any age except for very young kids which you can just run them ragged, but I've had to um, really pull athletes back and 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 in some respect you could argue they're underdone, but but it's just the risk to overdoing it is too great as to oppose to having them underdone, particularly at this time of year because it's only September and then build into something later than to try and just overcook them too early. That's always the risk.
1: Yeah. So,
0: um, but it's so individual. That's why they say training is a science and coaching is an art.
1: Yeah. And I agree. I was thinking as you were speaking then about the art part of it, Um. you know, you can hand somebody a program and say, go and follow this. And I was helping Mike at, as you know, a little while ago and he was just following on along on a program but again, he was changing particular programs or he, a couple of times he dismissed the program. He said, oh, I did this particular session instead of that session. And, you know, specifically some of our programs, you know, as a coach, they are a building block. This program needs to often be done before this one, particularly as a uh, more mature athlete. Um, and I also think as a coach, it is that art part when you can turn up the training and you can see as, an, as a coach that your athlete is not running like they normally do, their technique is actually starting to fall apart or something's just not right, and then you've got to either modify the session, pull the session back, or just cut them all together, right? Where I yeah. suppose if you're not there and you hand them their piece of paper for the week, they just try and potentially, if it's a good athlete, try and grind through the session regardless, where if you had been there, you would have modified that session for them.
0: Yeah, and I mean, and I, it's it's true. I mean, I had an athlete the other day, and, and he said to me, he said, like, I finished... The session and I said, show me a sheet. Cause I make everyone have a book and mm-hmm. write everything down, um, on off the watch. And he looked at me and he didn't want to show me. And I said, what's the problem? He said, well, you, he said, you're not going to be happy. <laughs> and I said, well, why am I not going to be happy? And he said, because I didn't do, I didn't run the times that you wanted me to run. And I said, which side of that are you on? You know, are you on the high or the low side? And he yeah. said I ran too quick. On every rep. I ran too fast. And the session wasn't um you know, he said, uh it was actually a it was supposed to be a rhythm ses- a session session mm-hmm. um and it turned into speed endurance. Yeah. I said, Yeah. I said, yeah, you completely blew it. And he, and I said that's not what we needed. And I said, what do you think that's going to mean for your next session? Yeah. And he said, well, he said oh, we didn't know. And I said, well, it's it's as simple as that. I can't you can't keep progressively overloading like that without something giving somewhere. So I now have to change. Um, your weekend session has to be completely changed because you're not in that space. You're not where I needed you to be. Because if you, I needed you to get that session out, so you could do the next session and the next one. And if you put that out of order or you get it wrong, then I have to change it again.
1: Yeah. And that's, and that's, the, that's, that's, that's the art part of coaching.
0: Well, that's the art part of coaching to get it right. And some people get that and some people just don't. Um, and it's, you know, it is coachable. Um, and also some athletes get that and some athletes just don't.
1: Yeah, you know? for sure.
0: As I say, we have the nickname for one of our athletes is "One Speed." Yeah, he's one is most One Speed, and that's flat out. Can't run anything else.
1: Yeah. Um, does he? Um, does he ruin sessions? Pardon? Does he ruin sessions for other athletes?
0: No, because and and the reason he doesn't is because I won't put him in the squad. Yeah. That's why, because he has to run on his own, because yeah. <laughs> he'll ruin the session. Yeah. And I can't have it, and he just can't have it. And I've got a couple of other athletes that do the same thing. I, I mean, and when I put them in with the rest of the squad, I do it when I want them to time trial, because then they're perfect. Sure. Because they're just going to do exactly what I want them to do, which is run flat out. Yeah. But you know, as you well know, how many of those runs do you do in a in an off season?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, not many. If it was none really in an off season. We don't like. I'm only starting to time trial athletes this month. So, and we haven't done any time trial work or any since last season.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So, and we don't need to because um, none of them need to actually be running fast till January, even though I'm going to put them out over some odd distances, like, you know, 250 meters, 150 meters. We get them out over those odd distances and just get them to bash out a 95% run, you know, just, just as to get a bit of a marker.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Because then that helps you reprogram if, if they knock out like, it's like I had a, a girl the other day, I mean, I said, I just need you to get out a bit of a marker over 150, and she knocked out a 19.5. Mm-hmm. So that tells me I know where she's at. I know, okay, we know that you're on speed and where you need to be, and we know I know what to do for the next block for you because of what you just did.
1: Yeah, it and it, it, does she not train with the squad all the time? No, she's in squad all the time, yes. Yes, okay. And You couldn't actually get a bit of a guide just how she's running the other sessions of where she's at. We,
0: I mean, she's doing out like multiple 150, she's got 20.5, no problem. So, I always thought she was in good shape, sure. But I never, um, I never make assumptions until I've got real data, yeah. I got to see them do it because there's athletes that you know, I've got another athlete that could say, um, run 21s all day long but can't go a, a, a tenth faster, yeah, sure but can do it all day, you know, as a 1500 metre runner, she can just bang that out all day, but she's got no more flat speed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The data is interesting now. And I'm self-coaching myself back to a bit of endurance Um, and I'm slowly getting there. It's taken, always takes longer than you expect, but it actually hasn't taken that long. Um, I ran a nine Ks on last Saturday and around six on six or seven on Sunday. So I'm actually starting to get a bit of, Endurance under my belt, but it's interesting, you know, with technology today, having the watch and being able to get data as well in terms of my time over that particular distance, um, my heart rate is probably my biggest issue at the moment. I can't run that longer distance to get my heart rate still down, so I'm still working a little bit too hard. So now yep. I'm actually just trying to run really slow. I'm actually now just using a heart rate as a target yep. um, to run to, and I still can't. I'm trying to run under 140, and i sort of sitting around the 144 but my speed has actually slowed down quite substantially. Um, but the data is uh, interesting today. You know, this you, can, you need the art part of it as well. But initially, you know, to have that data is actually really beneficial. So, oh,
0: you need hard data.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, I programmed a guy for six straight months before we went to times, just on heart rate, and this is doing track work. But everything he had, uh, every session I had, there was no, there was just distance. And heart rate.
1: What what distance runner though was he? What distance is He's he? Really? Yep.
0: We did all on heart rate.
1: Yeah, but when you say all on heart rate, heart rate in between runs.
0: Uh no. I did his heart rate um at the end of each run and then during his rest. And that's how we programmed him.
1: Yeah. Surely his heart rate though is just going to be you know substantially high after every run as a sprinter.
0: Yeah, it is. But the thing is, I didn't want it to get too high. I only the maximum I ever pushed him to was about one seventy, and then yeah. I brought him back down to about a one twenty, and then um, uh, and then um, and then he would run again. Yeah. And I had to do that because he had a very specific heart condition. Yeah. Okay. So I yeah. had to. Train in heart range until he got medical clearances, and we knew that his heart would handle the workload.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's a little bit but, different. He's got sort. Of, how old was he? Or is he?
0: Oh, he's um, ma- mature athlete in his sixties.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay.
0: But good runner, though, but can run. Yeah. So, but because he had a very specific condition, and I was like sort of was a little bit hesitant to, to take him on. And he was saying to me because he'd, he'd done track all his life and he just loved it. He said he's one of these guys that even if it killed him, he'd still at least he'd die happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so he just wanted to do it, and it's the only thing that's actually keeping him going. But since we did it that way, and he's gone back for his medical checks, his um his heart um has actually improved.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: And all of his metrics on his heart from his cardiologist has said no, he's actually, you know, you your from the work you've done and making your heart stronger, you're actually in better health now than when um, before you started this program. Yeah, So that's very encouraging.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Obviously, my heart data is just based around being able to try and to run in certain zones. You know, because it's um, really important to train in these different zones as a distance runner before yeah. you start doing more of your threshold work. Because um, I can still get my heart rate up quick if I want to run threshold. I'm just trying to get that the miles into my legs at the moment, so it's been interesting. Um, yeah. yeah, well, we might make it a short one today, given the fact that you're still a bit under the weather. And
0: yeah, I'm not much.
1: No, and I'm man, I'm so tired. It's ridiculous from that drive yesterday. Um, and I've yeah. got to get go and do a bit of work a few hours. But all good, all right. Well, until next time, we yep. might wrap up there. And uh,
0: yeah, I think I'll be um, hopefully by uh, Monday. I think I'll be in back to normal. So I just need a couple more days. I reckon.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, these colds are taking a bit of time to get over.
0: Yeah, 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 That's just hanging around. So a couple more days, I think I'll be right. All good. Well, I hope you feel better. Have a good weekend. I'll chat soon. Done. All right. Cheers, Cheers. Bye.